Oh yeah, well you don't you don't know I've if anything, my fucking hatred towards nature has grown, Gareth. Are you back in if London? Anything, oh yes, this story. For I for I decided to cycle back the other night, didn't I? Hit a badger, cut knocked me off my bicycle, flew over the handlebars, cut me leg up. No, he didn't. <laughs> yep, official. I've never been more pro-cull in my he life. Decided to, he decided to video call me of just blood pouring down from his knee. Yeah, like, yeah. literally, like, Brian, Brian May can fuck off. I'm not having any of it. I, I proceeded to ask if the badger was dead, but it got away. <laughs> the badger got away. The badger didn't give a fuck. Badger just like, yeah, not that fat cunt off the bike, and back to my burrow. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. Yeah. I fucking hate him. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Did the badger die? Um, no, the badger's fine, Gareth. That's the most annoying thing. I hit the badger, it looked at me like, you what, bruv? And then just pissed off into the hedge. Came out better there. than you. A hundred percent it came out better than me. Just it's quite nice how um, nature's sort of coming back through this lockdown, though, isn't it? Yeah, nice, isn't it, how nature's attacking vulnerable cyclists? Yeah. What next? <laughs> Deer killing people at the safari park, yeah. <laughs> A kestrel took my toddler, yeah, but isn't it nice that nature's coming back? <laughs> Where's it end, boy? <laughs> you don't think, oh man, if the rats got bigger on the London Underground, they're gaining, they're gaining in <laughs> size. Yeah, they're, up, they're basically mini badgers down there toppling tubes. Whoa! <laughs> right, well, I should, I should introduce uh, today's guest is Mr. William Stott. Um, Hi there, avid, everyone. Avid pub goer, frequenter of the boozeries. I do love a good pint in a pub, yeah. Oh. I've been to been to many I've round never the UK. met Will Sober before so he does love a good love a good boozer <laughs> <laughs> does love a good drink but that's 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 the Somerset in us it needs doing that's the thing what is what is there better to do on a weekend than, than go down a boozer I mean um, I don't really have any hobbies really um, <laughs> and that's why I'm so lost at the minute with all the pubs closed like uh I just don't know what to do with my time. I'm like, uh, yeah. and they've banned us from congregating outside one stop. They have, yeah. yeah. So we can't even we're stuck to. Wow, yeah. you guys are really living that Somerset hot fuzz criminal life, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, um, we, you know, the format we take our three favourite pubs of all time. So yeah. I'm going to stick it on you. Let's go from. Third favourite, second favourite, and then we'll end with your favourite pub. So, first off, your third... I've got loads of pubs that I really quite like, but um, most of them... Well, two of these that I'm going to tell you are in my top three uh, are in Somerset. So, in number three is the Sheppey, which I'm sure you've been to, Chris. I don't know if you've ever been brought there, Narlin. I don't know the Sheppey, I don't think. So, the Sheppey's in Godney, which is... It's it's about maybe five miles outside of Glastonbury. So it, it's in the middle of nowhere, really. Maybe like four houses and a pub. Um, but the pub is really funky. Like, uh, they've got like sculptures of random women with their tits out. Classy. <laughs> they, make, um, they make their own gin, which is what I love. Um, not just gin, vodka. And they like infuse it with different flavours. Which, it all—it almost reminds me of a pub that you might find in, like, Camden, which is really unusual for Somerset, because we're not, we're not really that artistic. Um, but you go inside there, have a Google at, at the pub Sheppey, and it's right on a river as well, the patio uh, sort of overlooks a river, and it's a beautiful spot in Somerset. And, um, 
yeah, definitely recommend. You said that they make their own like gin and vodka. It, it makes it sound like a like moonshine, like a speakeasy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm imagining. But, yeah, that's what I'm imagining. If anyone asks, it's water. All right, yeah. you know, anyone, right? Water, it comes right? from the river. It smells because it has been irrigated. <laughs> You're not a policeman, are you? You've got to tell me if you're a policeman. <laughs> are you from the environmental department? <laughs> you can't come in. Don't test my beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking it. Oh, I, there, there's something that I've entirely neglected that I feel I should bring up. Mm. Um, you'll recall uh, last week's guest, Mr. Laurie Phillips, uh, Gareth and Yeah, Martin. yes. You'll also there. recall um, his number one pup. Um... Will, do you want to um, talk us through a little pub you know at Fanny? Ah, yeah. Yeah, Chris was telling me about this. Um, Now, one of of my good... Well, our good friends, Yannick, he he used to go to um, university in Falmouth. So I went on many a piss up there because I I was in Plymouth University. So it was just a quick train ride to go out for a piss up with your mate. Um... And he took me to this Jacob's Ladder, and it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's such a good pub. Are the stairs long? Is it such a, a scur- uh, an excursion just to get to the to the pub? When you're drunk, it seems like bloody stairway to heaven. This is everything that Laurie said. I love it. Because <laughs> yeah, like honestly, I, I, I've been past the stairs sober, and I thought ah, it's not that bad. But when I first saw them, I was. I was already stinking pissed. And, uh, core, yeah. It, it's a bloody marathon to get up them stairs. It is, oh, yeah, man. it's mental. <laughs> you, you told a tale um, of, of a guitarist. Would you mind regaling that one? Yeah, so so when I... Well, I've, I've been there a few times, but my favourite night there, there was this proper, like, party band on, like a sort of upbeat funk, um, gypsy vibes. Uh, folk, yeah. And, um... Yeah, the guitarist, the lead guitarist, he only had one arm. So he had strapped sellotape around his arm with a with a plectrum. And with his functioning arm, he was he was doing the chords and everything. He was absolutely killing it. He was so sick. I, I wish I found the name of the band, and I'm sure I can find them. But we probably will yeah. just have to ask Laurie. Probably Laurie's dad. He's got one arm. <laughs> when he wouldn't divorce his mum, Laurie chopped his arm off. <laughs> the Sheppy is it a pub that you have to drive to it is yeah all pubs in Somerset you have to drive to I'll just put that out there now this is why drink driving thing. is so rife because how are you supposed to get to and from the pub yeah I, I never walk. only I it's only that. like a walkable sort of local for probably about 10 people um Everyone else gets taxis or, or drives there, but it's always busy. That's that's what shows you how special a pub it is, because um yeah people flock to it. it. It's it's great. Yeah. Is it big? Um, it's pretty big. Yeah, pretty big. Um, for the area, like um. Are we are we talking locals that are in there, or or is it people from around the area that know? Yeah, no. Like you know, you get you get those pubs where it's just like you walk in and it's like, who the fuck are you? You're not from around here. It's the opposite of that because like nobody's a local. Um, I guess there's people who go there often, but um, yeah, no one's like a true local. So there's no sort of no starey eyes as you walk in. Um, yeah, no, it's a nice vibe and you feel really welcomed. So yeah, it's good. 
That's nice. Oh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I like. I think that's the only rural pub I've known that makes its own gin and yeah. Vodka. I mean, I've never seen it before. Ex- to be honest, I experienced in Plymouth. No, I've never had. That's that's mad. What flavours we talking? Um, I think there was a tangerine gin that they they had about five on the go when I went. Just really creative and. I don't see any pubs doing that, like you say, so um, I, I think it's worth a mention. And just the actual, I don't know, the interior design of the pub, um, you can tell it's just some mad sort of artist who's, who set it, it up. Like this, yeah, it's bohemian. this sounds like a Gareth pub, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm seeing Gareth there sipping a tangerine <laughs> chin you, in his back leather chair. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not very big on gin. I'll just, I'll just put that out there. Ooh, what about the vodka, Gareth? No, I hate vodka. I'm, I'm, I like oh. a gin and tonic. Yeah, but I'm not obsessed by it. But vodka, no, I don't like vodka. I don't know why. I quite like potatoes in general. <laughs> it just tastes like a paint stripper vodka. Like, I've gone for, I've yeah. gone for Tesco value. I've gone for the most premium vodka. Yeah. And they all taste the same. They just taste like piss, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. I'm with you on that. I've been... This this actual one thing I've done in lockdown is try to get into whiskey. Mm. And I'm finding it a bit hard. Yeah. But... Yeah, whiskey. I sort of found... We can sort you out with that, mate. You need to go for any Islay whiskey. You'll be fine. Okay. I feel like once you find a whiskey that, that really hits with you, then you're yeah, see, that's with what... it, man. we got to take him to the experience. <laughs> the experience. <laughs> that, that sounds that well dodgy. That just experience. sounds like... Yeah. <laughs> That just sounds like you two are going to kidnap me and yeah, put me on, in a pal, we're cellar fucking, somewhere. Yeah, we'll take you to the local park and you just fucking get drunk with me. Yeah. Maybe work out what one we like the most, you can't, eh? <laughs> it's just around God. the back of the Sheffield garage. Hold on, you guys, you guys, you guys. Hold from, on, there was a Scotsman here a second ago. Where did he come from? Um, oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but with them, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, you guys, it sounds a bit threatening what you're saying to me about giving me an experience and stuff, but... <laughs> Okay, going back to vodka. So, the whiskey thing that I've been trying. Whiskey, I can get a grip on, but vodka just tastes like... Yeah, it just tastes bad to your body. It just tastes like something that's going to kill you. It's toxic. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it does. It's it's the closest thing to drinking petrol without actually drinking petrol. (laughs) That's a man who's drunk petrol saying that. Well, you bring that up. I, I... My my father um, has admitted to ingesting white spirit when he runs out of booze when he was a young man. Oh, that's brutal. Which is Jesus. pretty much petrol. Yeah, just drinking white methylated spirit. That is pretty yeah. much petrol. I'd rather Were they drinking that when your mum was pregnant with you, Chris? <laughs> that wouldn't that's surprise That's what went me. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why you've got that accent. Um, what's it called? I'm going to play wanker's advocate. I have, well, you know, you know, like round back in the good old days when you know there were these things called shops that you could frequent and browse around. Yes. Um, I popped into Harrods because it's the best. If you go to the bottom floor of Harrods, it's all the cigars and all the booze. And nine times out of ten, there's samples. And as long as you're not a prick, you can usually get away with about four or five free drinking. You're welcome. Free tip. <laughs> They had this Ukrainian vodka. He was obviously it was a sales pitch. Guy was going, "Oh, it's gonna be the best vodka you've ever had." Blah blah blah. It was pretty good. You know that paint stripper feeling we're talking about, where you go, "Oh, fuck that!" Didn't exist. You drank it and you were like, "Ooh, that doesn't taste like vodka." Frightening. Oof. 
You could well, you could drink you could drink a big glug of that and be like, mm, yes, pleasant, and you'd be hammered. Damn, son. But here's the clincher: they wanted 180 pounds for the bottle. What? Yeah, Jesus. That, and that's that's where you start to think, mm, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had some like when I was in Cologne, I had some Belarusian vodka, and that was like as like. Because he brought some of that oh, back. They just keep distilling it, distilling it, distilling it. That's right, yeah. That, <laughs> which famously gave you a very yeah, good idea. Yeah, I did, and then up throwing it up into the... Into a, <laughs> me and my girlfriend ended up sharing a bucket at the same time, throwing up into the same time. Anyway, moving on. Second, second be, pub, be the advert for that brand. <laughs> just... We've got the Sheppy. We've got the Sheppy. So, uh, pub so, number two. So we got the Sheppy. Um, I guess my second pub, I've got to choose one from... Plymouth because I spent four years in Plymouth or three years in Plymouth and to be honest there's not many good pubs there's not not many good locals in Plymouth it's it's a student town and that's not what the students are after um but there is one gem in Mutley which is sort of the shitter area of the town sort of I don't know where you where you'd find the rougher people I don't know how to say this very politically correct but um yeah the sort of I don't know the legends. The legends. The legends of the game. There's this gem of a pub called the Fortescue. <laughs> and, um... Yeah. What's so special about this is... Sorry, just to clarify, is that two words? The Fortescue? No, it's one word. It's called... It's F-O-R-T-E-S-Q-U-E. The Fortescue. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's about halfway down this Mutley Mile, we used to call it, because Mutley, <laughs> Mutley is about... Mile. All yeah. to catch the pigeon. Mutley's about a mile <laughs> long, and there's about 20 sort of shit bars and and pubs and clubs down this road of Mutley. Um, I'm just picturing Mutley from Wacky Races just being a mile long. <laughs> I just see him sit outside the bar with <laughs> going... Mine. <laughs> Two for one Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Dastardly's in there mixing, like, oh, yeah, no worries. Oh. <laughs> you, you boys haven't seen a fucking pigeon around, have you? Yeah. Good, sorry, we'll do carry on. Oh, shit. <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, so, yeah, this Motley Mile, um, so basically, we, we did this Motley Mile a few times when we were pissed, uh, when we were students. Basically, you have to stop in every pub and either have a shot or a pint or, or some sort of drink and go through these 20 pubs. But all the all the pubs were shit, other than the Fortescue. Um, and why I love the Fortescue is because I'm a I'm a real ale drinker. I like real ale over lager, cider, and spirits. But this was a proper, you know, like real ale pub. They had like twenty uh twenty casks on at at any one point. So you've you've just got a choice of so many beers. And it was a cider pub as well. It, it was award winning for both their ciders and, and their and the real ales. Um so they had boxes of ciders. Um they had Lily's Ciders there, which is a Somerset cider company, which you might have heard of. They do their She th- gets about old Lily. She does, she's a naughty naughty girl, isn't she? <laughs> she knows she <laughs> she knows she's a tasty girl. But <laughs> she's tasty. I bloody love I'm not much of a cider drinker, but I love the mango Cider that Lily's do. I don't know if any yes. of you tried that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Bangs. I'm all about the Trojan Sea. Go hard or go home. Twelve percent a pint. Oh yeah, much. that is brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit too strong for me. I, I can have a pint, but yeah, I go a bit lightheaded. And and I, I find when alcohol gets to that percent, I can't stomach it very well. Just the taste of it. Yeah, yeah. Lily's are a great 
great Somerset company. Let's just give a shout out to Lily's whilst we're shout out to Lily's, man. Yeah, but um, yeah, the Fortescue. Lots, lots of pubs in Plymouth because it's a city as well. They don't have any outdoor area, um, but the Fortescue's got this nice sort of patio. The one thing I don't like about the Fortescue is uh, they got these heat lamps, which are like the most inefficient in terms of like being environmentally friendly. They're, they're useless because to push out so much heat energy and you're outside, so it's just dissipating. It's like oh, so they don't have like an umbrella or anything to keep it all in. No, no. It's it's fucking useless to be honest. Um, so yeah, that that's one thing I would change at the Fortescue. But other than that, it, it's perfect. Podcast we care for environmental <laughs> pubs. <laughs> yeah, at least he's pulled it back from Narlin's really aggressive stance on working class people. <laughs> at least, yeah. Thanks for that, Will, for for bringing it us around to a green show is rather than being is some weird. <laughs> Going and finding well, working class people. No, you're more Nigel Farage, aren't you? We're not all Louis Theroux. If you were a Labour MP, you'd be sad for that. That comment. That's a good thing I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Now it's there. At least during furlough, there was no working class in the country. (laughs) No Um, one's working anymore. There's no working class. I can be whatever I want. Yeah. I, li- I like the sound of the Fortescue, man. Yeah. Anyway, so back to that. So that, that kind of, sounds a nice is pub. It, is it your cup of tea, Gareth? Um, yeah, because I like. I, I'm pretty much like Will. I like. I like the ale. 20, the twenty real ales. That sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, but no, I like. I like the sound of that pub. The um, the the real ale thing. And I'm with Will on if there's too much booze in a pint. I really feel it and I hate it. That's it. I, I don't I, really you know, go above sort just of six seven percent. Really. Um, I mean, I'll give it a sample at the bar if if they'll let yeah. me, but. I don't often like beers above above sort of seven. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, there's an actual taste, isn't there? There's sort of you can taste the booze. You can oh, taste. Yeah, yeah you can. Mm. It's almost. It's when it gets to like those double IPAs is when you really notice the taste. I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, you guys need to do. It's a, a sort of trick that I've worked out. I don't like going to Weatherspoons often. If you find a nice sort of waiter or waitress or, or barwoman. Um, and just run down the run down the line with her, just getting samples of each one. <laughs> and by the end of it, you've got like three 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 pints, and it is perfect. I do it almost every time. <laughs> I can now. see why they love you, <laughs> nice. then. Because I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a real hustle tip. <laughs> and then and then you choose your favourite one at the end. I say, yeah, I'll have a pint of that, please. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, they'll almost always do it because all the people that work at Weatherspoons hate their fucking job anyway. They hate their boss, they hate their managers. So, um. So, yeah. Yeah. That, they'll let you the people, right? Sorry, my sister's just walking past with a Hoover. <laughs> if you've heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, but now we know. She'll be walking past with um, Was the Fortescue fairly priced? It was, yeah. It was. I, I think it was about um, maybe like £3.20. Well, a that's pint. not too bad. Um, oh, that's well good. Which, like, you can find cheaper in Plymouth, but that was about about standard price in Plymouth. Um, so, and what are you what are you drinking up there? Just the random the random cask ales they've got. Um, yeah, yeah, they had um, they had different guest ales every week, but um, they had like uh, Timothy Taylor's as, as one of their house beers, which is one of my favourites. So yeah, no, they had great range of Fair. beers. I, I think they've got a sign outside the pub, and for about the last 10 years in a row they've won the best pub in Plymouth and they've won awards for like their real ales and, and their um, ciders too 
So, yeah. I'm depressed now, see. I wish I'd visited. We we went in January and we ended up... We did the Weatherspoons that wasn't on the mile. Yeah. Which was Union fine. rooms, I think. And then I, I have a feeling it was called The Torch or something. Mm. It, but it was up near... It was up near the, the student accommodation, but it wasn't, like, quite on the mile. Yeah. And it, and it was what it was. You know, it was a proper... Yeah. Well, they're all farmers down there, aren't they? Wim Laura Pub. Yeah. Yeah, proper Janus. Yeah, proper Janus. Different breed, aren't they, the Plymifolians? Yeah, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like, like, pirates. What's the Jammer? Janner. Janner. J A double N E R. It's um, it's what the what they call like the people of Plymouth. Because they're, they're quite unique people. Um, I don't know what it is, whether it's interbreeding or... <laughs> I'm not sure. But something's gone wrong. At, something's gone wrong down the gene pool, really. <laughs> now we're the most popular podcast in Plymouth. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the uh, Plymouth inbreds out there listening. I love you, really. As much as you love your own sisters. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and there goes the season two commission. <laughs> well, I was in this pub yeah. being with yeah. the, amongst the Janners, and it was an exciting experience. And then on the corner of the pub, it was with Mr. Connor Reese. We were drinking pints by the pint by the pint. And on the corner of the pub, this masonry jar with a sort of purple liquid just sort of looking at us. And eventually you had to ask, what's, what's, what's in the jar, mate? Oh, I don't really know, mate. The landlord makes that. Do you want one? Oh, yeah. I think I know what it is. Yeah, well, you've had about four pints, and you think, yeah, definitely, the landlord. You <laughs> said, why the fuck wouldn't I want one? And he's offering it for free because we're out of town. Fine, go for it. I don't know, it was like some pirate rum shit that he was making. Yeah, they used to make a green one called Hulk, and it had about four shots, a green WKD, half a pint of cider. And then they just topped it up with orange juice. Fucking and, um, all in one, all in one glass. All in one glass, and it was about it was about three pound fifty. Um, Fucking hell! Fight people, that's bad. Yeah, so that's what we used to drink, even though it was hard to bloody stomach. Well, so you go to the bar and go, "You're right, you're right, bar, and point a Hulk, please." Can I have a Hulk? Yeah, yeah. Three pound fifty, please. Takes them about a few minutes to make it, and uh. It, yeah, it m- mustn't be a good earner for them, but it certainly gets the yeah, town. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose at least they're making it instead of like reaching down from like below the bar and be like, <laughs> yeah. like one that's already free. Yeah. Have some of my green sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> what I made earlier. <laughs> you're not. You're not police, are you? You got to tell me if you're police. <laughs> it's worth a try though if you are in Plymouth because a lot of a lot of the bars there have kind of taken on the recipe now, so you can kind of get Hulk anywhere you go. Um, but yeah, worth a try. Cheap, cheap and cheerful. That's stunning. Oh, I'd like to know if it's ever spread outside of Plymouth. Anyone let us know if it has. Yeah, if anyone else has had a pint of Hulk, do write in. <laughs> do yeah, out, outside of Plymouth, outside of Plymouth. Yeah, um, right. So I'm liking that. That that is a yeah, that's a different world. <laughs> Hulks <laughs> and real ales. So we've had the Sheppy, we've had the Fortescue. Now we we roll out the big gun. We go with... This is my number one. Yeah, number yeah. one, boy. Fire away. So, really, really painted. I think you us. know what this will be, Chadams. Oh, I would imagine so. It's, um... Well, basically, I've got to go for my fucking local, don't I? Like, uh, I live in a place called... Well, I don't know if I should dox myself. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, in case all the Janus come after I lo- you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I've said too much. There might be a, a bounty on my head to, uh, <laughs> if I reveal any more information. But uh, I live in a small town in La- uh, in Somerset. I just said I said half a town then, but I live in a small town in Somerset. Population of about one thousand, but we've got. Three pubs. Two of the pubs are a load of shite. No one drinks there. Um, but one of them, it's the furthest walk from my house, but it's bloody worth it. it it's called Eli's. That's what it's known locally as. It, it, it's, its main name is Rose and Crown. And this is so unique because it's its actually got a walk-in bar. So there is no bar between the barman and the customer. You're stood inside the bar. You, you you could even oh, pour your amazing. own beer if you want. I've never actually seen it. I, I know there are a few pubs um, around the UK that still have this sort of open bar, but um, I've only ever seen it in my local. I don't know why it's so special to me. I've just had so many good times there, and I've kind of been served there since I was like 13 with with my meal and my parents. So um, yeah, it, it's just got years of memories for me. And it, one of my favourite beers is their house beer as well. It, it's called Tameworthy. Um, which is brewed on the River Tame, um, or somewhere near the River Tame, in Devon, and it, it's the best session beer you'll ever try. Like, uh, it's one of them beers that doesn't make you bloated. Um, it doesn't get you too pissed, but it gets you merry, and you can just sit there all day and all night and just down another one, down another one. Yeah, are these are these memories coming from a thirteen-year-old? <laughs> no, these are slightly later. <laughs> 14. <laughs> yeah, 14. Yeah, come on. Classy. Well, th- there was another pub in my town which is closed down now, unfortunately. I, I did actually work for it um, w- when, a- when a new owner took over, but um, they used to serve us. Me and Chris were drinking there since we were, I don't know, like 13. Oh, um, yeah. And some big, big sort of like Trinidad guy um, and his wife, uh, who was a bit feisty. When you caught her on a bad day, she was right pissed off. But um, no, they were leg- legendary landlords and landladies. Um, this is the story of Regal before, where um, the sort of Somerset way of buying a pint when you're underage was, are you 18? Yes. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> that was that pub. Is this is this anything? To, uh, what's this the story like? Jelly babies, jelly snake. Oh, that is that is Ooh, Eli's. Je- that's Eli's. Yeah, they they still sell the like the ten p sweets above the above the bar. So. It's heaven, really. I'm a vegetarian now, but as a 13-year-old, going to a local pub, being allowed a Tameworthy and a load of jelly sweets, I mean, <laughs> you, you can't get better than that. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> basically the, the alcoholic version of those candy cigarettes. Like, start them young, off a jelly steaks and beer. Yeah. Fucking get them in early. <laughs> no wonder crime couldn't happen in, like, that kind of area, because all the kids are just too pissed. <laughs> <laughs> pissed at high and sweets. <laughs> I couldn't function to do anything dangerous. It, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know why they have been. All the pubs have been serving us from such a young age. It's just a Somerset thing, really. But well, they said there's only a thousand people, but I reckon that only counts to the adults. So they had to had to get open, yeah open the market a bit. Definitely with uh, Careways, the other pub. I think I think they were struggling. So in the end, they just ended up letting a load of younger people in. Just, just to get the money, but it turned into quite a, quite a nasty pub, quite a feisty pub. But 
I remember, Chris, you got punched there once. Didn't yeah, you? I did. Yeah, I did get punched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wow. was that, Chris? Well, because there was this bloke who was like beating up his wife slash girlfriend, and I just wasn't having it. And I was like, "Go, mate, leave her alone." Ah, oh, you fuck off, or I'll fucking knock you out. I was like, "Oh, right. Well, just leave, leave her alone, mate. Leave her alone." He you did the good it? thing, and then just and he took fucking lamped me. <laughs> And then the landlord came out and kicked him out. That's integrity, Chris. That's that's respect. I respect <laughs> yeah. you for that. Uh, yeah, but this, this work, was Craig. I think this was all this was all pretty much before we were legally allowed to be drinking, I'm pretty sure. Stop. Yeah, this, we must have been about sixteen. <laughs> so this is all our formative years, like getting knocked out outside pubs and fucking like labbed in the face. And the guy who <laughs> The guy who hit him, I actually know quite well now. I didn't at the time, but he's actually lovely. But he is about 50. So just imagine this big, huge, bold-headed 50 guy hitting like 16-year-old Chathams. <laughs> it was a sight. It was brilliant to watch. <laughs> he was fine. If he was injured, it, it wouldn't have been so nice. But well, yeah, fine, he took we a just, lot We there. just went and, and drunk away our sorrows. So, I mean, that the Kelways is also wow. the same pub where I famously drunk that pint of you-know-what for £20 and a Red Bull. What was the oh, you know what? No, that makes me feel sick. You don't want to bloody hear this. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I kind of do. Well, we it, know. Was it, we know it was that I can. Pitch, uh, we know that I could nail on the head. There, you mate. had his own or something. <laughs> we know that I could down a pint quite quickly, don't we, gentlemen? I'm quite proud of that fact. Oh, I've seen it. In and action. one of the older guys came up and went, "I bet I'll buy you a cider. I bet you can't drink it in under five seconds. Bet I can. Then how much do you want to bet?" 20 quid and a Red Bull. Fucking deal. You got yourself a deal. All right, I'll go get you the cider. Now I'm hammered, but it's at this point, alarm bell should have been ringing because he didn't go to the bar to get the cider. Cider came. He said, you can't touch it. He said, when I clap my hands, you've got five seconds to drink it. Okay, clap, drink. Ah, And it was a whole pint of piss instant instantly to the bushes instantly to went throw, to the bushes throw the whole thing it. up <laughs> it took about two days of the taste to go there's not enough toothpaste in the world right to get rid of that that is worse I think the fact that he threw oh, it up man. was because the piss came it back it was horrendous up. but like, I double tainted your yeah. shit out Insides. of my stomach still though fair play to the bloke I still got my 20 quid and the Red Bull helped my hangover. So ultimately, jobs are good. You've got to make it work for you, haven't you? <laughs> jobs are good. He probably... Did he know that you was underage? 100% he knew. That's child abuse. Do you, do you guys remember that joke where somebody goes up to a... Oh, what is it again? Where somebody goes up and he bets a policeman that he can't... He can't make that 16-year-old drink a pint of his own piss. <laughs> no, but basically... <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the joke, but basically, I bet he had betted somebody that he could bet them forty quid that he could get you to drink and a he pint came of piss. Off even better. Yeah. yeah. So he actually made money. You drank piss like a knob. And do you know? Do you know who this guy is, Will? Do you know the guy who yeah. pissed him? Basically, pissed in Chris's mouth. Still, yeah. He um. He's, he's like a millionaire, so he might have done the deal, but he probably wouldn't care. I think he just wanted to watch Chris <laughs> suffer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he still owns a Ferrari. He mainly drives like a brand new Land Rover now. Um, so yeah, there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> he tried me first <laughs> and lovely, I luckily smelled it. Tennis. And I was like, you can fuck right <laughs> off. But the best thing about, about, about you guys is... It's a very Somerset mm. thing of if you know, you know, because you can always tell a tourist because they call it, what do they call it? Rosen. That's crab. it. Yeah. 
and that's when you know you've got someone that doesn't know, and, you, and they're yeah, instantly yeah. shunned. Like, oh, we're going to go up the rose and crown. Uh, fuck off! It's that's <laughs> fuck no, no, the I same thing. About two See, different pubs People in the know call it Eli's, and now I notice that they've got it thatched into the roof, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the reason why it's called Eli's is because this has been like a family-owned pub. They've they've never sold out. It's been a family-owned pub for about 200 years now. And uh, about four generations ago, the I can't remember whether it was a landlord or landlady, but they were called Eli's, and the name stuck since then. But at the minute, there's sort of like four landlords and ladies. Like, they're all brothers and sisters. They run it so nicely, and locals are attracted to it, and there's never a bad atmosphere. I've never seen a fight in Eli's. Um, Kelway's, the other pub yeah, where, many a fight where all that shit happened. That was a bit that was a bit dodgy. Um, but Eli's, yeah, it's just a relaxed pub. And what you want from a local, you want somewhere you can sit down, have a nice beer with your friends, and, uh, and just enjoy... Pour your own pint. Yeah, pour your own pint. They have a nice garden. They have like a, a sand pit and play area they've if you've got, got children. They've got pool tables, I guess, still. Pool table, skittle alley. It's, it's, it's a full package. Yeah, it's definitely got to be top of my list. It's a great pub. How does that work then? Is it just when you walk in, is it like taps on the wall and you just kind of walk up, grab a glass and go? Yeah, it's kind of... The bar is just like another room, really. And yeah, there's just taps on the wall. And they've got a till in the corner. Um, I see... So you pour your pint and then go and pay at the till? Well, they they normally pour it, but you can pour it if you oh, want. Okay. Um, and, and, yeah, they don't have many options. They've normally got Tameworthy and, and two guest ales. And then they've got Beck's, they've got Thatcher's. Um, the Lamborghini driver's piss. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of pub. It is the no. pub. It is the pub you take people because when when years and years ago when I was really little, we had a Korean guy come to stay, a colleague, and that's the pub we took him to because it was like you're never going to find a pub. I mean, I've never come across one. Have you stopped? Where you literally no. walk in and and it's just these taps. And it's sort of what you have, yeah. And then they'll they'll pour it for you. But it, I've also seen them give you the glass. Like, we well, haven't. Then they'll just give you the glass. Yeah, you just go inside. It Jeez. it's what you um. Yeah, you you definitely you need to Google it after, and I'm I'm sure there'll be some photos on on um on Google because it's always in like the camera sort of newsletters because it's such a unique pub. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth a visit if you're down this way. Um, yeah, brilliant. So, so that's our top three. We've got the Sheppy, we've got the Fortescue, and we've got I'll call it Eli's. Eli's. I'll call it Eli's. Eli's. And we got Eli's. For me, known as the Roses Crown. That's the one, boy. Um, right, so we've covered our pubs, so now I think it's time to cover. Now, I've got a, I've got a theory on what this might be, but I might be wrong. Will, what is your maddest pub encounter? Ooh, I think there's been two quite good ones already with the pistol. <laughs> he's gonna say we've had a few, and if if he doesn't bring up the one I think he's bringing up with, then I'm I'm coming in hard. Am I gonna save it for you for another episode? Another episode? Oh, he's confident he's gonna be invited back. <laughs> no, no, for you. Oh, no, for you to speak about. I mean, if if it no, if it's the one, if it's the one I'm thinking, you got to regale it, boy. The thing is, you need to kind of help me with it because I can't fully remember the story. All I just, I think, go, I think it's for... already come up on a previous episode. If it has something to do with half of something, yeah, half a pig with two eyes. <laughs> half a pig with two eyes. <laughs> 
half of so two with two eyes. Now, this is the first time we're going to get two sides of the same story. So basically, yeah, we we kind of went into Eli's, and I think we were slightly pissed up. But the first room you go More into Eli's is just your local old school boys. They're about like. 70-year-olds. And there was some guy sat on the corner, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was just mumbling. We were like, what the fuck's he on? You made it sound like priority seating, like old people get closest to the door. Yeah, they do. They're closest to the That is the hierarchy. The room after that. And they don't move. They come to Eli's, they sit down, and then they're just like, another Guinness when you're ready, please. And they're they're just brought a beer. Well-mannered. Yeah, that's what you want from your local. You don't want to move. You want to (laughs) perch... Get your fucking beers delivered to you. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> there was this guy just mumbling, like, <laughs> and we were like, "What? what's he on about? What's he on about? <laughs> Have you ever seen Arthur Pig with two eyes? And we had to think about it for a yeah, minute, didn't God, we? No, do you know what? Because yeah. Have we? Have we've we? seen Arthur... Not many times in your life have you ever been bestowed upon a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially by some 80-year-old drunkard. At, yeah, at the pub. It's the closest like, um, thing you've got to what uh, if you watch Raven on CBBC. <laughs> I used to love that show. <laughs> yeah, it's the closest <laughs> thing you had. I was like, oh my god, Chris, we're having a Raven moment. <laughs> have you ever seen Alpha Pig with two eyes? Yeah, we couldn't work it out, could we, Chris? We couldn't work but, it out. We couldn't work it out. Said, oh, well, there was want... something more to this story. You but... want to see one then? Why haven't you ever seen one? I was having the guy just. It's completely fuck his friend off. You're now nothing to me. I'm concentrating on these... His eyes were like... Wild. Mad. Insane. He said, I'm now concentrating on these kids. And said, oh, I have picked two eyes. I've picked two I'm sure you have picked two eyes. And to this day, I swear to God, he had one in his pickup truck. Because we were in the car park. Oh, I have picked two eyes. I'll show you one. It all yeah. got a bit intense. It was disgusting. Half a pig with two eyes. Because you know, like how they, uh, you'd normally chop a pig lengthways, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. You think so? I don't know. I've never really done it. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian speaking here, but um, <laughs> whenever I've seen a pig on display, half a pig, you'd only have one of the bloody eyes, wouldn't you? Because you wouldn't chop it in half and have its bottom half and its top half. So it was quite strange to see. Definitely a strange experience. <laughs> yeah, life-changing, I'd say. I'd say you'd only cut it uh, to make sure that it only had two eyes if you wanted to scare some kids in a pub. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I a mean, couple of considering it as a seven we were like fifteen or sixteen, and it stuck with us all for our adult life. I think it had a lasting impact. <laughs> I know <laughs> that was one of the first things that you've ever told me about Somerset. Have big two eyes, son. Because I've I've had like weird debates, weird arguments, like met some weird people, but I've never quite seen Arthur Pig in the car park. In the back of someone's <laughs> lorry, two you know, just, truck. Yeah, with is. two eyes. That's a strange <laughs> thing. Like half a pig, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even been that surprised. That's just Somerset, but two fucking eyes as well. That's just madness. <laughs> uh, uh, did you ever see from this guy ever again? I've never seen him again. I, I wouldn't think, know him. But I can't I know him past him. I wouldn't know. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like all I can remember is his strange eyes, and he was an old guy. <laughs> they all guy wanderer, just scaring <laughs> scaring kids around the southwest of England. Coming to an abattoir near you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. Great that you get you get to. It's like a news story that development on half a pig with two eyes. <laughs> half a pig with two eyes. Such. There's been a development in the story. We're getting more just in. He was actually a 70-year-old man. 
and they never saw him since. He was an old boy, yeah. <laughs> Where did he? Where did he have this pig? Was it in the back of a pickup or in the back of his car? It was a pickup. <laughs> it, it was parked in the car park. Yeah, cool. If it was in his back seat, flipping it. Yeah. Just check it. I mean, I mean, you haven't exactly made Somerset sound like a delight of human cohabitation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically. Especially as a vegetarian. Yeah, it does sound like the inbred. It does sound like a dangerous place. You can't leave your pint alone. Somebody might piss in no. your mouth. And, yeah, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, I've not really sold Somerset to you. <laughs> no, I? you but haven't really. Honestly, it's, it's, You've sold it's Chris got its to me. magical places. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I actually find it. No wonder you went to when you went to Plymouth. You wanted an old man pub to settle down in because Somerset sounds like a fucking uni town all over. Yeah, like yeah, like say, lots of mischief, like seventy-year-old yeah. uni students. <laughs> the ages yeah. in Somerset, they just die. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm never going to Somerset, by the way, Will. Based on this whole no, interview. no, no, no. I'm, we gotta go. <laughs> It's part of the magic of it. You've got to experience it. Okay. You've got to go. We've Can got to I... go to Eli's, man. Right, so there we go. That's our maddest story. So every guest we get on, we ask them um, to put a drink behind our imaginary bar and um, a snack, bar snack behind our imaginary bar. Now, we're not fancy-pantsy. I'm not talking about a fucking meal. It ain't a sit-down pub. This is, I'm really, really pissed. I need something yeah. to sober me up. Snack. Um, we've had Scotch eggs. Yeah. We've well, had camembert. We've had crisp sandwich. We've had Abbott ale. We've got neck we oil. Neck oil? We did have neck oil and we've had skis. So, Mr. William Stott, what are you putting behind our imaginary Ooh. bar? Right. Well, if I was going to go posh snack, I'd, I'd probably have a mees ball because I like, I like the olives. I like a bit of manchego and, you know... But we're not going posh here, so I'm just like quite boring. And what I'd order is just cheesy chips. Oh, um, oh, I like yeah, it. I just like cheesy chips. Like, you know, the half. I'm lactose intolerant, but I still went for an or because that is a solid yeah, choice. yeah. Just as long as you know when like they put a layer of chips and then a layer of cheese, layer of chips, layer of cheese. Do a proper cheesy chips, <laughs> not just like cheesy chips. A few lasagna. cheese on top. The, the halfway house, which is down the road from my house, they do the best cheesy chips. So that's another pub that I'm going to give a shout out to. It's not in my top three, but it has won the camera pub of the year before in the whole of the UK nationally. Um, I can, I can so, confirm. Uh, yeah, that's another one to check. Yeah, I can confirm. What's the name of this It's pub? called the halfway house. It's halfway between Langport and um, Somerton. Yeah, no, I can confirm that. Oh, but it doesn't actually operate as a halfway house. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can you still stay there? I think. I don't know why it's got... It's, used to be able to I, stay I there. I think they've, they've got an Airbnb outside now. They're doing they're things. Doing, they're doing things. But They're doing their bit. Cheesy chips. And your drink. Um, my drink. Now, this is tricky. It could be something from the, uh, the Fortescue. The Fortescue, yeah. Timothy Taylor's up there. Um, I, I like... What I'm drinking now is a, a, a Newcastle brown ale. Now that's oh, that's Newcastle a Brown. proper sessionable beer. Gaza's now um, I like a Newkey Brown. Most people think it's a bit basic and simple, and and it is pretty bland to be honest. Like if you're into your craft beers, you wouldn't really like a Newcastle um, Brown ale. And for that reason, it's going up. And for that reason, just to piss off a few of your listeners, um, <laughs> I'm gonna all all, all I'm gonna, two of them. Yeah, I'm gonna put Newcastle Brown ale. But 
Also worth a shout out is um, is Skinner's Brewery. They're Betty's Dogs. That's a nice Ooh, beer. Oh, that's a good um, beer. And Tameworthy. Yeah, Betty's Dogs is brilliant. Um, when I was living in Plymouth, because because we we're so close to the brewery in Cornwall, uh, loads of the bars stocked it. That is a great beer. Would you rather see Betty Stoggs on the on, in the bar than Newcastle Brown? Ooh, I don't know. Do I go for the better beer or do I try and piss off some of your craft beer? Well, I, I sort think of heads? knowing you as well as I do, piss off, <laughs> piss off people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 We'll stick a Newcastle Brown Ale in there, I think. There we go. So, got... uh, so cheesy chips, Newcastle Brown Ale. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Good choices. So there we go. So that, that Lovely brings job. us up with the Sheppy, the Fortescue, Eli's. We've learnt more about half pigs, lest we forget. And um, Newcastle Brown Ale. Is it bottled or on tap, boy? What are we going with? We'll go for bottle bottled. because I'm drinking a bottle now yeah, and yeah. I'm liking it. But I, I normally... I normally like a beer out 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 of cask or um a keg, but yeah, we'll go for bottled bottled Newcastle brown ale. Bottled Newcastle Lovely brown ale job. and cheesy chips that make sure lovely. they're layered. Lovely. There we go. That concludes. That's right. Week. Yeah, lovely. Join us again where we'll be chatting more absolute <laughs> nonsense about everyone's favourite place, the pub. Cheers, Will. That was great. Thanks man. very much for having me on, guys. That was fucking great. Yeah, it's been good fun. Thanks again to this week's guest, Will Stott, reminding us that if you're ever in a countryside pub, never go and see half a pig with two eyes. If you think you've got an animal that's worse than half a pig with two eyes, feel free to email us at podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com. And maybe if you're still confused how half a pig has two eyes, because surely the eyes are on either side, then tune in next week to find out if there is an answer. There's probably not, but we'll see you then. (laughs) 